Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light. And it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness, which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love, and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. So hello everybody and welcome to this afternoon's Facebook Live. really windy here and I noticed when I was listening to the replay yesterday that the wind um, was affecting the sound quality so I'm really sorry about that. Um, it's it's pretty windy again today so hopefully um, you'll be able to bear with um, the sound of the wind. And I can see you starting to load up hoping that the names will appear. I can certainly see Linda Welcome here, Linda, and I can certainly see Sarah. So welcome to you, Sarah. And if anybody else is able to type their names in to say hi, that would be really useful. Because it's not always, um, the connection isn't always strong in terms of the names and the icons. I don't know why, you know, me and technology. <laughs> I can't believe that I've actually managed to get the lives to run, um, but it is as it is. I can certainly see Becky's picture, which is fantastic. Welcome here, Becky. And I know there's several more of you, so if you are able to type in, that'd be fantastic. Izzy, I can see you, uh, you are here. And Petra, welcome to you. And we'll give everybody a couple of more minutes to arrive. And as we do that, we just spend some time looking at what I've brought with me. There she is. There she is. A really special um, session. This was actually my choice, if I'm honest. I, I knew that I would be doing it um, this Saturday before we press the pause button and go to slightly less frequent lives um, because Mary is such an important um, archetype for me and has so much to offer the world just at this present moment in our timeline. So I'm really quite excited, quite honoured to be able to offer this this afternoon and I hope it serves you in some way. I'm welcoming Lucy here as well. Your name's come up fantastic, thank you for joining. And as I said, I know there's others, but I, I'm afraid I can't see your pictures or your names. So know that if I haven't welcomed you, you are, of course, very, very, very welcome here. So I'll begin. Mary, 
Mother Mary, the woman Mary of Nazareth, Miriam, as she's known as in the um, Jewish tradition. She was a first century Galilean woman who was a Jew, Miriam of Nazareth. The historical figure of Mary is documented in um, historical texts outside of the Bible, some of which I studied during my um, A-level RS and also um, my theology degree. And it's really quite interesting to try and unearth and excavate the woman herself from the myths and the stories and the patriarchal lens that she is now viewed through. They think, I'm talking about um, historians here and theologians, they, they believe that Mary, the, the woman of Mary, um, may well have um, held um, a kind of like a hairdressing occupation, which I love, I absolutely love that, I think that's why she's got such beautiful hair. Um, and she, it is thought, was betrothed to Joseph, the man Joseph, a man a lot older than her, possibly who had had a wife before, so it was his second marriage, um, at the age of 12. 12 years betrothed. And betrothal for young girls at that time was highly traumatic. So the time that lapses between betrothal and the actual wedding was usually a period of about two years. So her wedding to Joseph would have happened sometime around her uh, 14th birthday or 14th year. The conception of the man, Jesus, um, is surrounded by a lot of um, legends and none of those undermine the magnitude of how she is held and the stories and the mythos that um, Christianity has woven around her, around her, none of them. There is quite a few pieces of evidence that suggest that Mary the, Jesus's father, the man Jesus's father, was actually a Roman soldier called Panthea, um, who and he he the conception of the man Jesus happened either voluntarily that um, Mary and this Roman soldier um, uh, consensually um, conceived, or there is some evidence that she was actually raped by that Roman soldier. Whatever the truth of it, she gave birth to the man Jesus that it is thought at some point in her 13th to 14th year. And the reason that I've given you a little bit of the historical background of it is for us to consider the pure resilience. I, I find it really hard to speak um, to her when I actually consider what her life, her physical life as a, as a girl and a woman was. And to just spend a moment to actually honour her pure courage and resilience.
The historical evidence suggests that Joseph um, stood by Mary to use the, um, a different, <laughs> I can't think of a better phrase, um, regardless of the fact or the, the kind of circumstances surrounding the conception of Jesus, the man. So Mary now is um, a revered um, saint and I suppose spiritual figure within Islam. She is integral to the Roman Catholic Church um, and she holds a position of great authority. She has so many titles, I mean they put a few in, in the post, Divine Mother, Queen of Heaven, um, the Great Mother, the Great Goddess. And within the Christian Church, when in Roman Catholicism, there are there is the prayer Hail Mary, which honours and venerates her. And then within the Gospels, there is the Magnificat, when Mary speaks to um, Elizabeth, who is pregnant at the time of John the Baptist. And reading the words of those two prayers that are devoted to Mary reading underneath the patriarchal covering of it, you realise the power um, this archetype offers to us. So the Hail Mary, Hail Mary full of grace, the energy of grace, blessed is the fruit of your womb, an honouring of her, um, her body itself. And mag the Magnificat that she speaks of herself, my soul magnifies God. And she also says, and this is so revolutionary when you actually take it and, and ponder it, she says to Elizabeth, Behold, henceforth all, all generations will call me blessed. So this 13-year-old girl knows that sh her power and that we here, <laughs> over 2,000 years later, will be standing and considering her, her, her absolute um, blessing and power of her as a woman. So let's dig deeper and go underneath the patriarchal lens and see what it means to actually commune with Mary's energy. Well, the first thing I'd like to, to draw your attention to is the fact that she is often associated with the colour blue. Okay, so this rosary is actually from Lourdes and it's blue. She's often actually in statue form in a blue robe. And this image here also, which is one of my most favourite images that I often use in meditation or in prayer, you again we see the starry blue robe. And we know that the blue is the colour of the throat chakra. So she is associated with the power of the feminine speech. So whether anybody realised that or not, um, when they put her in blue, she, she really does help us open our throat chakras and speak our truth, as she did. My soul magnifies God. Henceforth, people will call me blessed. She knew her power at 13. She said yes to the birthing of light. Her yes 
was one of the most holy yeses that have ever been spoken. She shows us that there is no barriers or boundaries between us and the divine. So the story goes, the angel Gabriel comes to her. She has that inner sight. Her third eye is open. She can see those blessed light beings that we often call angels who come and communicate to her that she is going to give birth to light. And she says, yes. So she opens up a portal for us of direct communication with the divine, spiritual helpers, and our courage to say yes. So her energy offers us expansion, courage, faith, trust in our inner sight and our inner knowing and a direct line with divinity both without and within she knew she knew against everything that society was going to cast upon her to say yes without her yes the divine has no life in human form and I'm not talking about that Jesus, you know, is the only path and so on. What I'm talking about is without her yes, without the yes of a woman, there is no birthing of light. And whether that's in your creative endeavours or within a, a physical baby or within a changing your life for the better, to be more aligned with your inner knowing, you know, her yes gives birth to the divine. She is known as the Great Mother, and she, her, her body held within it um, the pain, perhaps, of the, the pregnancy at such a young age and all of the actual um, kind of circumstances surrounding that. But she was able to be the container, the divine feminine, the holding, the making space for what needed to come through and she has literally saved my life on several occasions um, and when I did the work around internal family systems this was the image that I of course didn't stumble across on the internet it found me to show that I have that archetype within me that can hold the space for all of the inner wounds that I had carried and will carry um, and bring forth to heal. When I stand in the archetype of Mary, my light can provide shelter and love for all of my inner children. And that is her energy. She can offer that to us. If we look at this image in a little bit more detail, we can see that running through her body is the heavens, so kind of the, the divine light. And she runs right down. She's very grounded on the earth. And her heart is the emanation where heaven and earth meet. So she is just one of the ultimate sacred humans. She's, she's just amazing.
many of us will have heard this amazing song by the Beatles. So Mary emanates light. She is a, a light divine feminine. She's a light goddess. But she also stays with us within the darkness. And her energy is that which we sink into when we surrender. Okay, when I find myself in a moment that I really don't know what else to do and I feel like everything is dark, she just comes, like Kuan Yin, with compassion and says, just be, just leave it, just trust, let it unfold, sink into whatever is there for you and be. Um, I asked my son, who's a complete Beatles geek, uh, what the story was behind that, and he said he wasn't sure. So if I find out, I'll type in the Facebook group what um, Paul McCartney's story is of him writing that song. Um, but I presume that as a Liverpudlian, um, perhaps it, it comes from um, a Catholic experience. So just as she held the pain of witnessing um, perhaps the ostracization of her by society in this pregnancy out of wedlock. And just as she held the pain of witnessing the torture and death of her own child, she is able to come with us, that energy of Mary, into the absolute depths of our trauma and hurt. So her energy offers us light in darkness, depth, warriorship, the ability to be at peace, the ability for compassion and unconditional love without judgment as she did for herself when she said I will be called blessed by generations after this, she knew she could hold that space for herself and she can, her energy can hold it for us. She offers us also the ability to transform. So by saying yes to light and yes to our divine service, we can transform into the most exalted form of ourselves. So saying yes to humanity and experiences in all of their in all of the multifaceted experiences we have, we then transform through that human experience into our full potential. She took a risk. <laughs> she she allows us um, to step into a oh I'm not quite sure space and trust and take risks. She spent a lot of time, according to the um, historical evidence from the time, walking with Jesus on his ministry. So she, she lived a life of service. So she offers us um, kind of trust that a life of service is okay in whatever way that is for us. She offers us patience.
So she's the space holder, the safe container, the transformer, the phoenix that rises and rises again. She rose from that pregnancy. Whatever happened, she rose. She rose from the death of her son. She shows us that we can descend and rise. And that it, to be human is to descend and rise. She shows us that there, to be a goddess, we can be a goddess in the ordinary, the day-to-day -day life. And she shows us that service can be homemaking and caregiving. And that's okay, because who knows what will be burst out of it. She is a truly extraordinary archetype, woman of history, spirit helper. and energy that can flow through all of us and offer us so much. She's, she's extraordinary. And to end, she also offers us <laughs> a reminder that um, it's okay to not have to do all of the time and to just let things be and trust the unfolding of the process. So I'm now going to, if you'd like to stay, take you into a meditation with the energy of Mary, just to see what unfolds for you. So to begin with, if you feel your feet on the ground. And ground into Gaia. So allow your feet to connect with the earth. Allow the feet to open up. And send roots. As they appear to you today. All the way down to the centre of the earth. Noticing what's happening in the body. Allowing what's happening in the body. Saying yes to whatever is happening in the body. Breathing down to the feet, then bring your awareness over your ankles and your shins and your calves. Over the knees and the thighs and into the pelvis. And just rest a while in the womb space. container that gestates 
and from which the divine is birthed. Your unique energy. The seed within you that is met with light and grows Let's just reflect for a moment about what the womb space of the historical Mary offered humanity. How her womb space held humanity and divinity the miraculous nature of it and how she allows us to reconfigure our old stories around our bodies heals our shame as she healed her own the goddess of humanness Queen of Heaven in embodied form. And she'll have a message for you today, so notice whether her message springs from your womb space or whether as we journey together up into the heart space. There's something there that she wants to show you. And together we feel her grace. And grace being the energy of love freely given without expectation, without us having to do anything at all. Feel her grace penetrate into the heart space 
and offer you some wisdom this afternoon. Does Mary want you to know about your light, your goddess nature? your body noticing how Mary her archetypal energy how it actually flows through you? Do you see it or feel it or know it or hear it? Taste it. Touch it. If she's someone or the energy is something that you would like to keep with you, could you ask now that it remain with you? If it's not for you today, then thank it now. And then together we thank Mary, we thank her energy, we thank her archetype, we thank her many incarnations, we thank her for communing and being in this space with us this afternoon. And if you take a breath in, as you breathe out, just breathe out out of the heart space so that if anything has been shifting there, it can just be released. So let's do that together once more. Breathe in to the heart space and breathe out from the heart space. And the guidance is to do that again. So breathe into the heart space, expand your chest and breathe out from the heart space. And then breathe into the womb space and breathe out down the legs through the soles of the feet. Ground yourself fully. And then when you're ready, just open your eyes, open and orient to your space or the screen if it serves you to. So I hope that um, served you this afternoon um, and that you felt the energy of Mary, the presence, which is an energetic force.
um, come into um, your physical vessel, your space, and what she has to offer you. Um, it's a powerful energy, so um, be aware of that, that when you call on her, when you call on that energy, um, it works with a contraction within the womb space and the heart space. She works at that area, but she's such a gentle healer. She is magnificent. She was right to um, praise herself and for us um, as a collective to remember in the Magnificat. She is magnificent. Um, she's dear to me. She, um, I I've just been crying on and off all the way through. She's just exquisite. Um, she embodies the goddess in all of its facets. Um, the divine feminine, the warrior, um, the, the receiver, the mother energy, the maiden and the lightness um, and the wisdom of the crone. She's, she's just everything. She's an amazing energy. Um, she's just fantastic. So with that I'll go um, and I hope you have a great rest of the afternoon. If you were late to the to the start and it serves you too, we want to go back to the beginning. I talked a little about, bit about the historical woman of Mary um, and it really kind of contextualizes um, something that I've just mentioned at the end about the different energies that she offers us. So do go and listen if it serves you. And tomorrow we will um, close the daily live space um, with our embodied devotional meditation. Um, where we are really thinking about um, crowning ourselves with our light and um, again it's a receiving space for us and for us to see where we are going to take our light to move forward over the next three weeks but it did occur to me that it's new moon on Friday so we'll be gathering together in that space anyway um, again on Friday um, so it's not kind of like a long gap but just to say that if there is a moment um, during the week where you want to send something through that you'd like me to speak to, um, I'm getting a lot of guidance about how to move the group, um, how, we, how we move as our circle going forward. It's for you to lead it um, and it's for me to offer what guidance comes through and you to offer your guidance to each other. So any suggestions, just keep, um, keep passing that in. And those of you who joined a little bit later, I'll welcome you here, Erin and Joanne and Lorna and Alice. Um, thank you for joining and from my heart to yours, from my heart to yours and from my heart to all of yours, um, wishing you all the grace and the love and the warriorship and everything um, that we've just spoken about. May that energy stay with you for the rest of the day. Please do share your comments um, and experiences and I'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Sacred Human podcast where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine. To learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine. Or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.